City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wild Peak AT3W All-Terrain Tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Yeah, a few people trickling in at Harbortown right now. We're coming to you live and we're positioned right next to a very beautiful Volvo C40 and it's a rechargeable, uh, renewable vehicle. You know, you pop it on charge instead of the petrol and I love, love, love that aspect of it. And what colour is it again? Uh, we're going with the light olive. I've run that yeah. a few times this morning, Tom. And, yes. uh I'm hopefully yeah. I'm around the mark, but I, I, I'm sticking with it anyway. I, I've never heard a more bang-on, articulate response <laughs> to a colour of a car. Hey, there's a bit going on with the SNF, Sandfall this week. They're looking at, you know, reclaiming Footy Park, which I think is a fantastic idea. Port have uh, signalled that they might want to bail and uh, do a AFL seconds competition at some stage. And we've got Matty Doldig, uh, Sample General Manager of Footy, on the phone. Matt, good morning. How many interviews have you done this week? <laughs> morning, Tom, Bryce. It's, uh, look, it's been a big week, hasn't it? There's a few, few uh, exciting items bubbling, obviously, Severton and, uh, and Sharon coming back into Sample and then obviously... Mm. Uh, a discussion that's been going for for quite a while around the AFL reserves and what second tier footy looks like. So it's been a busy, busy 48 hours. Tell us about this new Sharon deal, Maddie. Obviously, pretty significant news. Obviously, Burley uh, have been a partner of the Sandful for a long time. To make the switch, obviously, uh, a big one. Uh, how did all that come about? Yeah, you're right. Big decision. Um, Sharon sort of been in and out of the comp. Um, up until around 2005, but not exclusively for sort of over 30 years. So Burley have been a fantastic partner, um, a good football. But the opportunity presented itself. Um, Sharon actually came to us um, looking to get in, um, put forward a really good proposal. Um, so been working with them for, for the last few weeks, and it was, been, it was pretty seamless, actually. So what the deciding factor was is we want the best quality products being used in the competition and the the starts with the footy and, and I think we I think it's commonly known that the Sharon is the the best footy in the on the market so we're really excited to see what that looks like in in 2024 and for the next five years. Matt, you you would have played with the Burley in your time. It's known to be a bit of a, a heavier football. I know with my dainty little legs, it, it hurts to kick it. Have you fractured any bones in your feet when when you had to play with the Burley? I grew up using the using the Burley, so I didn't really know any different until uh, I went and played a little bit of amateur football. But look, it, it, it was a good football. Um, the Sharon seems to have a little bit better sweet spot, um, and, and Bryce will be able to attest to that. And I, this move might even get Bryce thinking about uh, pulling back on the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the end. It's, it's such a big move. So, look, we're really excited. The players are the players are pumped. I've had a lot of messages. Um, looking forward to getting the getting the footies out at first night of preseason. Yeah, you're spot on. Uh, was a little bit jealous hearing that news <laughs> during the week, Matty. There's no doubt about that. Uh, tell us about looking for a new home at Westlakes. Obviously, the Crows getting uh, you know getting close to, to taking over Theberton Oval. Um, looking to head down to Westlakes and, and setting up the the hub for for all the junior programs and and having a base out of there. Can you uh, tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, look, a really exciting opportunity. Obviously, we've been based at Theberton since about 2016 with our talent programs, um, uh, a combined lease there with the Adelaide Footy League. So it's really important for the best 
boys and girls in South Australia to have a home to go to when they come out of their, their Sandville clubs. And that's been set for, for a long period of time, obviously working through with the Crows of what that looks like um, going forward. And there's an opportunity that's presented itself to get back to Footy Park. Um, obviously, Sandville's got a real rich history down at Footy Park. And um, we're working now with the city of Charles Sturt and the, the local community to see what that would look like. But Really exciting developments, um, state-of-the-art facility, um, lots of community use out on the old footy park. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed we can keep working through that over the next couple of months and that can come to fruition over the next sort of 12 to 18. There's been a bit of talk this week about Port's desire to join a national seconds comp. Have they had discussions with you around that? And what are your thoughts around the school of thought, their, their development in the sample is slightly hindered by comparison to the VFL. Yeah, look, we've had some discussions with Port Adelaide over probably the last couple of years around what second-tier footy looks like for them and their desire to play in a sort of 18-team or when Tassie come in, a 19-team AFL mm. reserves. And we, we understand that. At, right at the moment, they're, they're contracted through to 2028. Um, so... For all intents and purposes, we're going to see that contract through, but having some open, mature conversations with both the AFL and, and Port Adelaide and, and the Adelaide Footy Club when the, when the time's right. From a development perspective, um, the actual individual development pieces would be better answered by Port Adelaide and Adelaide. Um, all we can do is put on the very best competition that we possibly can, and we think we do that. We give all 10 teams the opportunity to win a premiership each year, and that's been proven since 2014 when the Adelaide Footy Club came into the competition. Both teams have had varied success over that period of time. Obviously, Port Adelaide playing three grand finals, the Crows consistently in um, in the finals. So from a competitive perspective, um, they're really competitive and that would flow on to the development of players being able to play week in, week out against opposition that um, their number one priority is to win games of footy. So... I can imagine that helps in the player's mm. development, but um, those individual aspects, um, what we need to take into account is that competitive balance across all 10 teams. And yeah, we have a few different rules to maybe what they do in the VFL, um, but on balance, we think we provide a really competitive competition for them to play. And what a, what a wonderful, strong competition the sample is. If Port Adelaide and Adelaide wanted to exit their contracts prematurely, what would need to happen to facilitate that? Is that, is that something that has been discussed? Uh, look, no, we haven't got to those that sort of detail as yet. I think first and foremost, the AFL needs to work through what they want second-tier football to look like. We've spoken with them and Andrew Dillon this week, and um, they're really clear that um, state league football, Sample, Waffle, VFL, it's, it's really important. We need to have a, a great competition for young boys and girls to strive for. Reality is that only seven, eight, nine players will get drafted in three or four weeks' time from South Australia. So we need aspirational places for everybody else to play. And at the moment, that's the sample competition. And whatever happens into the future, we're here for the, the long term and going to be a really key platform uh, when it comes to the structure of footy across the nation. 
So forward thinking, I mean, it's I think it's inevitable that, that it'll it'll happen at some stage. Both the Port and Crows teams will will find themselves out of the sandfall. I know there's rules around top up players and and what that looks like. Once they have left the competition, is there discussions on on who they can um, potentially you know, um, recruit or who they can use on their list? Because, I mean, if they're playing in a in a, a nationwide comp, um, you know, taking talent out of the the Sanford, as you said, you want it to be the, the best competition outside the AFL going forward. Um, is it is there any discussions around what that might look like? Because you, you obviously want to keep the best talent playing in the competition, uh, and you know, guys that don't get drafted, they can filter back into this competition and, and have long, successful Sanford careers. Yeah, exactly right, Bryce. That and that's going to be the key discussion over the next few years of exactly what an AFL reserves competition would look like and where they get their talent from. And while we have different rules to the VFL at the moment, it's not carte blanche over in the VFL. They can't have every player that they want. There's restrictions on age. Um, Obviously, younger players, particularly that's the feedback we get from Port Adelaide and Adelaide. They want younger players, talented players that might be on the pathway to playing AFL. So that 19, 20-year-old. So they're the conversations we'll want to have with the AFL is is their age limits, what do the numbers look like? And reality is it, it's going to be challenging for a top-up player to be travelling around the country, um, not on an AFL list. They'll be working nine to five. So a lot of um, mechanics still to be worked out in that space. But what the AFL have assured us is we're in those conversations. Um, the network or the structure of football in South Australia is critically important to the success of Port and Adelaide, um, and that starts at our sample clubs right from 13 years of age when young boys and girls come into it. So, a um, lot to play out, but that really is a critical piece of the discussion. Fantastic. Matt, Matt Doldig, thank you very much for your comprehensive uh, thoughts around that. I understand this is the, your 42nd interview that you've done over the last uh, two days, so I, I know you're probably tired of talking about it, but um, we're very grateful for your time this morning. No, look, I appreciate coming on. It's been an interesting 48 hours, but um, what I can say is footy in SA is in a, in a really healthy position. Um, there's never been more kids playing the game. Both AFL teams are having some success at AFL level and the sample comp's really strong. So uh, onwards and upwards, and we're looking forward to what 2024 brings. Yeah, very nice. That's Matt Doldig, General Manager of Footy for the Sanford, and he's doing a fantastic job, isn't he, Bryce? Yeah, he is, uh, and I can agree with him there. That they are doing uh, some really good work mm. and you know, just continually growing and, and getting better. Little things like you know, adding Sharon's, and mm. uh, it's going to be an interesting you know, couple of years how they, they structure this transition from, from what will be the, the Port Adelaide side and, and Adelaide Sanford teams leaving the competition, uh, trying to still continue to make it uh, the best comp outside of the AFL will be uh, will be a little bit challenging, but uh, no doubt they can still make it happen. Yeah, Port Adelaide fans, particularly Port Adelaide Sample followers, would love to hear your thoughts on Would you feel hurt? Would you feel disappointed if Port Adelaide were to leave the Sample on 0427-154-166? We want to hear from you. It's a top of 23 degrees today, Gibber, and it's currently 9.44. We're going to be back with you soon.